the Supreme Court of the United States of America makes a ruling about the EPA and the coal industry. Okay. No, we are not talking about Roe versus Wade right now. I know if you hear the Supreme Court, I think everyone is uh, still pretty hot under the collar about that situation one way or the other uh, about uh, the, the debates that continue. But no, we aren't going there. We're talking about this ruling uh, even more recently uh, that the Supreme Court made about the coal industry and the EPA's regulation of it. Why is the farming community looking to this ruling? There's a lot of conversation going on within the farming community about the precedent that is being set with this ruling. What is the connection? Welcome to the Farming Show here on your Saturday morning. Glad to have you here on KGMI 96.5 FM in Bellingham and, of course, AM 790. I am Dylan Honkoop with Whatcom Family Farmers, and joining me this morning is Dan Wood, Executive Director of the Washington State Dairy Federation, and I guess... Um, in terms of what we're, we're talking about here today, we're not just talking about dairy. I, I think Dan's ex many years of experience in and around government uh, and Farm Bureau, et cetera, et cetera, also um, comes to bear here on, on his input on this ruling. First, Dan, explain in a nutshell for people who haven't followed this, what was the ruling? Basically, the Supreme Court said the EPA overstepped its bounds. How? Well, the Supreme Court uh, ruled 6-3 on the 30th, so just uh, a couple days ago, that the Clean Air Act doesn't give EPA widespread power to regulate uh, carbon dioxide emissions uh, to deal with global warming. That authority was not explicitly given to them by Congress. And so this is a very good ruling for limited government. Uh, it's also a very good ruling for the the sort of uh, representative republic that we're supposed to live in. The Constitution says that the or the Declaration of Independence says that that government derives its power from the people, and our Constitution spells uh, out how that is to happen. EPA is part of the administrative branch of government. They don't get to make the laws. They make rules to carry out the laws that were passed by Congress and signed into law, signed into law by the president. So when, when the administrative branch of government starts making its own laws, then we are, we are way off course. And so this was a good ruling from a good government perspective. Uh, if they want the authority that they've been trying to exercise, they need to go back to Congress and ask for that authority. 18 states, West Virginia being the lead, sued them for uh, getting uh, out of their lane and basically making up their own laws. So why, in your perspective, why do or why should farmers and the farming community care about this since it's about coal and climate change and you know, government and, and you know, the, the three branches of, of how our government is supposed to work. What, what's the connection here? 
Well, first of all, it is uh, the the specifics of the case were about uh, you know carbon regulations and and coal and, and that sort of thing, but it was about EPA and EPA's behavior. Uh, we've talked many times on your program about EPA uh, being out of control and being unethical and that sort of thing. So yes, we it's have. <laughs> good. It's good to have their wings clipped and and have the the other branch of government, the judicial, tell them to get back in their lane and stay there. Uh, but it has implications for future EPA actions. And assuming the thinking of the court prevails, it has implications for other agencies. So the, the big focus right now of a lot of commentary is the Securities and Exchange Commission. They regulate publicly traded companies. And so what they are into right now is something that's called ESG, uh, Environmental, Social, and Governance. And there are companies that trade a group of stocks based on that. And it's really, uh, it's almost like a, a house of cards sort of thing. It's not clearly defined. They're just marketing this idea that these are good companies that have very good uh, virtue signaling and you should invest in them because they feel good about how they're approaching the world and that gives you an excuse to feel good about it too. But then the Securities and Exchange Commission goes a step beyond the, the marketing uh, done by these companies and says we want publicly traded companies to make ESG disclosures. Um, and it's unclear what standards the Securities and Exchange Commission is going to use, how they will grade companies. Did you meet or not meet the goals? Did you get eight out of 10? Uh, you know, it's all unclear. But Securities and Exchange Commission doesn't have that authority. They are there to govern over the way stocks are traded, uh, what's, you know, information is disclosed on their value, on their dividends you know, uh, insider trading and that sort of thing. They are not there to dip their toes into environmental policy. So my hope is that with the court ruling in this EPA case saying, EPA, you, you went out of your lane and exercised authority not given to you by Congress, my hope is then that other agencies like SEC will get back in their lane and go, oops, we can't do this either. Or if they do, then I think there's more of an opportunity to uh, file a legal challenge to the SEC and, and take them to the same Supreme Court that just clipped the wings of EPA. Yeah, well, talk about how this concept that that the SEC is talking about for having publicly traded companies report things about what they do, essentially, uh, to speak about in the broadest terms, when that comes to food and then ultimately where the food comes from which is from farming how could that how could that all look i, I know you kind of started to run down the the list of you know the the cascading effect throughout the entire supply chain a couple of days ago when i was visiting with you uh, stopped by your, your office down there at the and by the way we're talking with dan wood executive director of the, of the washington state dairy Federation uh, based in Elma, Washington. So we were chatting about this in your office and the, the picture you were painting was flat out scary just for how much detail uh, would be required 
to I get I don't know if if ultimately we would come to a place where they would say well you you can't you know produce food this way but you would at least have to disclose all of this stuff that has nothing to do with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Right. So let's. Uh, so the the hook that SEC Securities and Exchange Commission has is set into a publicly traded company. That's where they regulate. So let's look at, let's say, Walmart is mm-hmm. publicly, Walmart is publicly traded. Um, I think, I'm pretty sure they are. Um, so then Walmart has suppliers. So, the, so they, let's say they um, are, are selling a can of beans. So then, since Walmart has to disclose their ESG standards, whatever those are, however they're graded, they're going to go to the the food processor where they get the beans. The food processor is then going to go to the farmer and say, we have to disclose to Walmart, so you have to disclose to us as the food processor. And then the farmer is going to have to go out to... Uh, where they buy fuel and feed oh. and seed and services. Where, where does that end? The whole, the whole thing. And maybe even to their local public utility district or private utility company. Well, it ends um, at the end of when everyone's done doing their own transactions, right? So, I mean, we, let's say you get to the seed company. Well, the seed company also has fuel and seed and um, utility and other costs and the utility might have costs, you know, and so you basically go through the entire chain of commerce, which could be, you know, dozens of layers deep. And what happens, and I don't know the answer to this question, what happens when there's a breakdown in somebody providing or at least being timely in providing their ESG information? You know, so... Mm-hmm. Um, they're, if they are not interested in the virtue signaling or they don't know how to find the information or the next layer of the commerce chain isn't interested in the virtue signaling or doesn't know how to find the information, then how are you as the farmer going to disclose that to the food processor who discloses it to the seller of the product? And it um, ends up giving the SEC some sort of authority something that really is virtually disconnected by an order of you know how many different layers uh some 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 kind of say over things just about anything in our our country and certainly just about anything in the in the world of farming it's crazy um to think about that and and it's that's why this ruling is encouraging uh, that we see from the, the Supreme Court. We're here on the Farming Show, by the way. I'm Dylan Hahn Coop here on KGMI, talking with Dan Wood of the Washington State Dairy Federation. We are reacting to the the news this week of the uh, the United States Supreme Court's uh, decision against EPA uh, and some of the things that they were doing um, as far as the coal industry. Um, and and regulation focused on climate change. Now, a lot of people are railing against this, um, 
vociferously opposed to this saying that well look the supreme court obviously doesn't care about climate change this is a just about you know uh these conservative justices on the supreme court that uh, you aren't taking climate change seriously and what are we going to do the point isn't about climate change and when i see this you know certainly it's an important thing for people focused on that realm uh but i see so many other things here as you do as we're talking about like with the f or the the sec what about the epa itself though in the world of farming do you think there's anything that this brings into question then because i as you mentioned earlier we've seen so many examples of of um government essentially wielding power via the executive branch whether it's executive orders or regulatory actions that are things that should be done by a legislature and be done via a democratic process rather than essentially fiat um, by, by regulatory authorities. Well, you know, agencies tend to drift. <clears throat> they drift in their, you know, they've got, you know, uh, mission creep. They drift by taking on more power and it might be somebody's curious or somebody wants to tie something in and uh it's just it's just predictable but it's not that the supreme court said what the epa was doing was not a good idea and of course we have politicians that are going to take advantage of this you know governor inslee came out and said oh we've got to you know double down and and you know ramp up what we're doing for our you know, climate change goals in, in Washington state, we are already well beyond what, what EPA is doing here in Washington. So yeah. In, in Washington state. So it's not about whether or not actions are going to be taken. Let me, let me give you some, some quotes from the ruling. Um, you know, so uh, Justice Roberts, who wrote the opinion said, while capping carbon dioxide emissions at a level that will force a nationwide transition away from the use of coal to generate electricity may be a sensible solution to the crisis of the day, it is not plausible that Congress gave EPA the authority to adopt on its own such a regulatory scheme. So he's saying, you know, it doesn't matter here whether they have a good idea. They're going about it the wrong way. This is authority for Congress to take up not for the EPA to take up without it being delegated from Congress. And so this is a process thing. This court of late uh, seems to be very focused on not the outcome of what the decisions are, but the process uh, and the propriety of, of how you get there. You know, they got to do things right, uh, if, right. If you're doing things. Yeah, what for everybody. is the constitutional process and who has the authority? Uh, you know, it's, um, I mean, I'm sure, you know, I mean, it's a much different scale and outcome, uh, but, you know, I just, I went to a foot doctor, um, a couple days ago and he was asking, you know, the questionnaire is, are you married? Do you have kids? Um, do you live with your spouse? I'm like, what does that have to do with the health of my foot? Right. You do know, you, I, do I, you have guns I, in your I, home? Yeah, I mean, we get all the, these questions, and you know, they're they're I don't know. Sometimes they're interested. I, I'm I'm just not sure. I don't answer those questions. Um, I'm like, I want to stay on topic. We're here to talk about my foot. 
did your father have heart disease? That doesn't matter, you know. Um, <laughs> and you know, um, you know, what diseases did your mother have? And I'm like, I don't know. And I, you know, then then they take my blood pressure, which is now elevated from this other conversation, you know. So, but you get off topic, yeah. And you know, in the doctor's office, it's just annoying as all get out. Uh, when it's the EPA that does it, they're they're carrying the weight of the federal government to come crashing down on you. It could make or break um, your livelihood potentially. Yes, they could. They could put you out of business, and they they do things like that. We've talked about that a number of times, and so I think it's very good that the Supreme Court says, you know, kind of get back in your lane and do what you're authorized to do. And if you want to do more, go ask for permission. That's kind of, that's, that's my common sense, simplified version of 89 pages of legal rulings. (laughs) And I think it's, yeah, it's a, as you're describing here, it's a really a repudiation of uh, the Obama era uh, pen and phone concept um where some people in politics and and it's not exclusively uh those on the left even though of late i think it's come more from that side of the political spectrum but i don't think it's exclusive there at all where you know a a certain political perspective a, a leader or a party or a group a movement wants to get their way they say to heck with the legislative process it's too slow or too cumbersome and doesn't offer us a guarantee of us accomplishing what we accomplish we're just going to railroad this through via the executive uh branch essentially to say this is the way it's going to be um that's not right that's not this country and it certainly has affected farming and and many other parts of of our life and, and economy here in this country over the years again talking with dan wood here on the farming show on KGOI, 790 AM, 96.5 FM in Bellingham. I'm Dylan Honkoop with Watkin Family Farmers. Um, in just the last minute here, Dan, do you see this having any sort of effect on what happens here in Washington State? Um, no. Is there any no. sort of warning here to to Washington State regulators to say, hey, mind your P's and Q's, you got to follow some process here? No, we the our our agencies uh, have expansive authority granted to them by the legislature and governor already. So we are, um, in essence, a delegated state where whatever EPA is dealing with, we go beyond that. Uh, and so ecology generally leads instead of uh, EPA. Uh, but I think it 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 has implications for federal agencies. And I'm hoping it catches the attention of the SEC with their uh, ESG regulations that they're contemplating. We just, 50-some organizations, including the Dairy Federation in our state, sent a letter last week to SEC saying, hey, you, uh, you're, you're going uh, in places where you don't have authority, you need to back off. And then, you know, within a week comes the ruling against EPA on the on the same line of thinking. And so we're hoping SEC will uh, sit up and take notice. Uh, if not, um, then it wouldn't surprise me if these groups uh, take legal yeah. action if SEC uh, proceeds. Well, with- as I've said many times before, I'm not an anarchist. I b- believe we need a system of laws and rules. We need regulations. <laughs> 
Um, but when they get out of control, they become a, a more of a problem than anything that they solve. And, and this is time and again is a theme on this show. And it's interesting to see the evolution of, you know, how our government, whether it's at the federal level, state level or local level, uh, deals with this. Um, feels like a step in the right direction um, for the uh, authority and, and process of the system rather than of the uh, cause du jour. And uh, to, again, to heck with all of the actual process, let's just uh, make happen what we want to happen because we're in political power. Dan Wood with the Washington State Dairy Federation. Thank you for your time uh, chatting with us this morning here on the program. All right. Thanks.